It's so good to be back. I've been away for a while. And it's really easy to see, for example, when you're in the same place for like regular, you, you just come there on a regular basis. And it's like a routine, you just go into it. And when you come back to church, for example, for long, after a long time, you can see such a change. Um, you can see how you grow, how much God's power is here how God is moving, what he's doing, how things are changing. When I come back and see after a little, some period of time, I can see that things are moving, things are changing. Even in the time you don't feel it, while you're either praying or fasting or gathering together to pray, um, I am convinced that that God is doing something and here I can see um, with my physical eyes I can see something has changed things are happening I just came back but I already heard so many stories I I knew what I'm going to talk about, but I heard that a lot of people are going through storms and trials. I'm not uh, different in any kind of way. I have been through difficulties and I can see what God is doing that he's with me, that he's guiding and leading me through these storms and I see what he's doing and my desire, my goal is to learn something from it, to take something from it. We all who grew in Lithuania, we know the story about three pigs, <laughs> three brothers, they just lived alive, had fun, and they knew that winter is coming, that they need to build a house, a shelter, because the storms are coming, winter cold. Um, it doesn't say <laughs> details about the how, who or how these pigs were. Um, I was reading this fairy tale and when that oldest started building from rocks, from strong materials, the other two brothers started, started uh, shaming, uh, laughing and the signs start to come that the winter is coming and these two hippie 
style, live today, kind of <laughs> have fun today, kind of brothers. They were not even worried. They were chill and they didn't care so much what's going to happen in the future. Okay, they just quickly find solution for the time. They uh, still was having fun. They found some branches from the wood, um, from hay, and they just build this temporary shelter from whatever they could find around. And all these partying and uh, fun, they awoken the wolf that was living nearby. And this uh, wolf came to, came to eat the piglets and started uh, trying to blow with, create a huge uh, wind that to destroy their shelters and he was trying all sorts of ways to enter but basically the two brothers got their houses destroyed easily but luckily the the one who had the house built from rock mm, he was generous and uh, kind to let the brothers in and the wolf couldn't get in. He tried many ways, but he couldn't get in. And the so the third piglet had the strongest house. And so many times I find myself to be one of these piglets who build from weak material from and I feel like when when I'm building something and the storms come, trials, things they break, they they fall and it's just this living from you build and it falls down, then again you build and it also gets destroyed and it's these ups and downs and so that we don't you don't think that we're talking about fairy tales we can read from the bible gospel of matthew jesus here is talking um, gospel of matthew 7 24 27 Jesus says that for anyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And but the foolish man builds his house on the sand. And the rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. And here, what we have to take into mind, consideration, that both of these people are um, foolish and wise. They heard and they listened to the words of Jesus. I, I come to church, I listen to sermons, I read the Bible, 
I do uh, participate in some ministries and everything seems okay with that but but here you can tell me that the difference is that one of them come uh, put the words into practice and another one didn't um, another interesting detail is that the storms rose for both of these people equally and just because you are a Christian it doesn't protect you from the storms from trials um, testing if you feel like you will never experience the storms, the winds, those who now feel like that man being tested in the storms as a man, whether you put the words into practice or not, whether you listen or not, the storms are coming, storms can happen so the category here as Jesus um, puts into comparison is that if you he's putting this comparison that if you if you put the word into practice you it's like building the house on the rock and I just want to analyze what it means to to practice. If you read the scripture, you know there was this young man who came to Jesus and said, what can I do to inherit the kingdom? And Jesus says, you know the law, just follow it and you'll be okay. Um, The man answers, since my childhood, I've been following all the law, um, perfectly following. But Jesus says, it's good, but one thing is missing. Jesus spoke the words that completely stormed his mind, stormed, that sell everything and give away your riches to the poor and follow me, come and follow me. That really made the man sad and he retreated. You see that even if you listen to the words, you feel like you're obeying, you're trying to put things into practice. And that still doesn't mean that if the storm comes, that you can withstand and here in the case of this young man you can see that the words of Jesus his invitation completely shook the foundation of the man's life of what he was building his life upon he said you realized he puts his trust in his uh, power in his possessions riches as me as the builder of the house 
if I'm the builder and my my house is beautiful, strong, um, who you will give the glory to, the praises, um, whatever you're building, if you feel like you're doing it from your own knowledge, power, your strength, your efforts, who you will give glory to, who you will praise, yourself, will I give praise to my employer, my boss who gives me salary? No, because I feel like I was, I was working hard, I was sweating, I was uh, putting effort, and I get paid as a reward for what I did. Then we feel like we deserve it, and we need to celebrate it, and there was a story in the Bible, in the Luke chapter 12, that there was one rich man whose fields produced a lot of harvest. First of all, I would need to, I would have to, I wish I had fields and land and then very fruitful land to give a lot of harvest. The man looks around, sees a lot of fruit, harvest, and he realized that there's not enough room in his storages to fill and fit everything. And he understood that, okay, so I need to destroy my current storages and build bigger ones. It's like a normal planning, logical mind. And the rich man was saying, my soul rejoice in this, in have fun, be glad, just enjoy what you achieved. Um, who he is giving all the glory, all the praises to. And we later on read, God says, you foolish man, today you will have to stand before me. And who will inherit everything that you, that you uh, gathered in all of your life? You know, it's like a continuous journey. Just because you won a few times, it doesn't mean that you can crown yourself, give yourself a medal and calm down and relax. Um, who gives the medal and the crown? Who, what actually makes my building, my house, a strong and solid relationships? my work, my character, my ministry, Jesus, yes, Jesus, we know the answer is Jesus, but what is the real true answer for you, for your life, will only be revealed 
in the storm. Your building can be, <coughs> you can uh, build your house on the foundation of good relationships, uh, maintaining, proving yourself and keeping good relationships, um, being good at your job, be doing the best you can, um, successful career, or whether it's a church ministry where you always loyally serve others, and that is the foundation of your house, that you make it into the uh, cornerstone, you make it into the material, the building material of your house. Um, if you're a builder, you feel like <coughs> some materials are better, you know that some are better, some are more reliable, but certain that will be always a storm so big that none of the earthly materials would, will withstand. I felt like in my life I I have a good job. Um, I always wanted to work remotely that I could go whatever I want. Tenerife, laying down underneath a palm tree, um, chilling and relaxing in the beach and at the same time do some work or remotely. And yes, it happened in my life. I came to this point when everything started shaking. Um, and it even started be before I... <coughs> Before I left for Lithuania, um, all these changes, changes and shaking um, vulner vulnerability of my job, I noticed my my health also have been affected. I noticed that I, things are shaking in my life, and I don't have peace anymore. Things are worsening. Uh, my job ended in my relationships uh, started shake as well worse and I started to sabotage my relationships because of all these uh, stressful situations I was in if you can relate but I was so angry at certain people. I, I had all kinds of scheming um, how to find justice um, against certain people. That if, if you see the devil, if he smells that there are certain uh, dirty works. Um, are being planned, he will always come there, come in to be of our help. Um, it so overtook my mind, all the anger 
and the desire for revenge. I gathered people's addresses and thought, okay, how I can, how I can find the justice. I thought as well of how to steal all the, all the information from my company. That I see this vision where they come into work and suddenly oh, they turn on the computer and it's nothing. It's reset to the factory settings. Um, I was talking to my mom and she said, listen, I can see something is happening to you. I can see it on your face, on your body. Um, I was so affected and I never would raise my voice against my parents. But at that moment, I allowed myself to say something to her in a really mean and harsh way. Um, she became quiet, but I heard myself and I woke up. I got scared of my reaction. I, I got shaken. I saw that I was trying to fix, put uh, paint on the building that is falling apart, that is shaking from the foundation. Um, when I decided to go back to London to give everything uh, into God's hand, God's hands, just say, I don't know anything was going to happen, but I calm down and I give everything into your hands, into your will, God. Um, I continue. But, you know, um, even though I made a decision in my mind, it didn't uh, immediately calm down the storm. It didn't make... Um, the situation changed miraculously and the storm to calm down. Um, God wants to completely change from foundation, um, from the from the ground. He wants to rebuild you, um, turn these graves into something beautiful, into gardens. And still... Even though there are so many questions, my what's my job, what's my uh, accommodation, what do I do? I wanted to take everything in my own hands, and still, I start. I wanted to just be peaceful and calm in my mind and have this peace, but I still noticed that I pray, but I still say, "Okay, God." please give me a job, I need a job. And the thoughts are still spinning around these earthly matters. It felt like putting the tape all over the falling rocks, um, bricks from the building. It's like you're taking the, the tape and trying to <laughs> maintain it. Um, see, uh, in the Bible, it says that God gives you the, God's spirit gives you peace and the sound mind. And I'm not planning to harm anyone, to kill anyone. 
it's so sounds so terrible but here i am standing before you and admitting that yes these thoughts were rushing through my mind and but yes we may look we need jesus and we need his help we need his peace um we need another we read another story from the gospel of mark chapter 4 35 to 40 when the evening came jesus told his disciples let's go to the other side of the lake and they were in the middle of the sea and the storm came but jesus was sleeping he was sleeping and disciples got scared they started teacher don't you care that we're dying jesus rose he uh, woke up and said to the sea calm down the waves calm down and then he looked into the disciples and you of little faith he gave them this lesson but in the first place it was Jesus who actually suggested going through this lake he knew he was god and it's sometimes comes this logical assumption that oh you see Jesus knew about this tomb but he still still uh led them you see it's it's god's fault that he led you there definitely happens that we can start blaming god and thinking it's his fault for something but um, the really important part is in this story is that even that uh, in the storm in the middle of the storm jesus was that his presence he was there physically with them so the first thing we cannot fully um avoid run away from storms but also we can so easily miss we can so easily miss that Jesus is there Jesus is present in the storm you see the disciples saw him but not in the right way not in the way that he is capable they didn't trust that Jesus is able to sustain them to keep them to to protect them they from their human minds started to blame Jesus and say just complete accusations that he's not doing anything um we see it's a human nature that when we fall into danger even those who are not christians not believers they start to cry out um see god say god if there if you're there please save me um let's think about the storms you're going through maybe 
some of you are experiencing loss. Maybe you lose someone special, someone loved. When you lose your job, your career, maybe you have uh, health problems. Where else can I go if not cry out to God and ask for help for s that God saves us? I'm going to challenge you because I believe that um, God challenged me in this way. It's obvious that storms are happening and will continue throughout life. Mm. I'm not saying that God is is leading you into storms, but God is definitely the one who uses these circumstances, these unpleasant situations, these storms. God can, He can use that where you don't know where to go, where you're pressured from all over. Pay attention to where you are. Um, where your mind, where your heart is. Because in this moment, in these circumstances, the real things will, will show. They will come out. Um, you see, if the metals, precious metals, are put into the fire, all the pure metals separate from something that is uh, of no value and they the precious things they come to they come to the surface and becomes visible and pay attention to what's happening to you during these trials uh, during this burning um, what is rising to the surface you can definitely uh, it can definitely serve to test yourself to uh, know yourself more what is important to you um, God will reveal what you're building your life upon is it you trust in your uh, career you trust in your health in your own strength so many times we read, we sing that we want to be like you, Jesus. I want to be like you. Let purify me. We pray that God purifies, that he changes our hearts. These words are so strong. We read in the gospel, what, what is it like? What is it like to be like Jesus? It's like... We read, Jesus died. He was innocent. He was pure. He was with no sin. And they killed him. He died for us. And he completely died to himself. And we sing. We want to be like you, Jesus. What does it mean? Do you want to go the journey to become like Jesus? And here in that storm is the point when that journey starts. 
the journey to becoming like Jesus. And even though I feel like everything's shaking, I, I have no clue what's going to be tomorrow, what I'm going to do. But I want to be in this, in the my mind to have this state, to have this uh, decision that even though I really strongly desire for these uh, things to go away, for circumstances to change, but my big, bigger desire is that you purify me, God, you change my heart, you do something with my heart, and you open my eyes to see and that is completely enough, but it, just to see that you're there with me. Um, Jesus didn't come to this earth so that we build houses somewhere in Egypt, somewhere in the slavery or in the desert, in these uh, temporary stops. God's promise his purpose for us is that we build our home our house in the promised land in the land of promise um god knows what has to happen what has to move change uh maybe you don't see today what is happening with you you definitely know yourself what is in your heart I thought I always thought of myself as very generous but only what it took to change to see myself differently in different light was that they didn't pay me all of my salary what I what they were owing me I can completely change um, and put on this Grinch uniform there are always two ways, two ways you can take either um, disappoint and say, I was deceived. I didn't receive what's this uh, faith, what God promises, this love, this joy, this peace. Where is my peace? And you see, if you are looking, I noticed from my own life that if we pray that God removes very suddenly, very quickly, removes the trials, the unpleasant things from my, my life, I noticed that they come back in one way or another because maybe I didn't learn something. Maybe things didn't happen in my heart the way they should but I want to be in this mind of this mind that says God even though it's so painful it's so unpleasant but do what you have to do in my heart I pray that you sustain me that you keep me in the storm that I that I walk through the storm I wrote down as well that the the purpose of God in the storm is to show 
that he is the lord of of the of the highs and the lows god wants to show you as david was also uh sharing in the, one of the psalms that if i go to the deepest valleys you are there god and his purpose is that we know we know that he's he's with you with us um in the deepest valley in the hottest uh furnace he is there standing with you being there he's he is present and furthermore he's doing something beautiful um maybe it's not the right word he's doing something perfect and i can say god gives us peace but we choose what we will do with that god gives us peace but we choose if we will remain in it so whether you're in the storm or the peace wherever you are don't try to run away as much as you would like to but firstly lift your eyes in prayer there are time when we ask for help of um help from others but firstly we have to lift our eyes to god and say god please help me to see to see that and to believe that you're doing something is happening something is changing you're removing something from me some elements that i didn't even know were there god i pray that we don't become affected that we don't become uh, scared but i pray that we have this desire to firstly seek you to to firstly uh not to look for solution but to look for you yourself god for um maybe analyzing what is happening through this uh through this situation why this loss mm, really mm, affected me so much why it really stole my peace at such a big level it robbed me of my peace uh isn't it isn't what you gave the source of my peace isn't having you the source and the goal what i want to achieve what i want for us is that we're not afraid of storms um we're not afraid of fire and your word warns us that these things happen that but we can have comfort peace in our mind that we have you god we have these things in you 
Um, amen. Um, we can ask God to remove obstacles, to remove trials. You can pray, and God says pray, and you will receive. But my encouragement is that if you're in the storm, and I spoke, the words spoke to your heart, and I know you desire that the storm fades, that it calms down, but I want to put a new desire for your heart that you also want to see what God is doing, what he wants to change in you. Let's stand up if you feel like you're one of these people. And you can repeat after me this prayer. Say, God, I hate this storm. I feel pain. I feel lost. I don't understand what's happening. I feel like my life maybe is falling apart, but just like Jesus, I want to say, may your will be done, God, and things that has to be moved, they can move, and things that need to be removed, God, do your thing, do your work, and finish your work in me, in my life, in my heart. I believe, I proclaim that your work will be finished. And in storm or in fire, I will worship and say, God, you are worthy. Amen.